I've been meaning to ask you, just what do you see in Ataru? Even I wonder sometimes. I mean, he's such a typical male. Good for nothing, lazy, mean, lustful, perverted, fickle, and egotistical. Though I'll admit he is a good-natured sort of guy. Hmm, not so different from Shutaru. At least Shutaru's good-looking. That's a big difference. I swear, young girls these days. Oh, yeah? Good looks seem to be your fiancé's saving grace, too. Who asked you? I love Darling. I want to live happily ever after with Darling, his mom and dad, Tan, Shutaru, and Megane and all his friends. That's my dream. What? That's basically just like it is now. Yep, that's why I'm so happy now. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where you're overwork, lacking sleep, malnourished, have a nervous system imbalance, and your face is ugly. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Mamoru Oshii's Yurisai Yatsura 2, Beautiful Dreamer. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? I'm not sure, but I think we might have had this one on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. But it uh, brings back the bourbon barrel aged uh, Cabernet. So it's a Chateau Souverain. Souverain. <laughs> 2018. I feel like you said that maybe worse than any Sovereign. of the Asian names that we've had on this podcast. <laughs> Who knows, though? It's hard to say. <laughs> well, right. any of you <clears throat> wine lovers that know what this thing is you yeah if you happen me. to be a, an anime loving <laughs> wine lover who loves anime then definitely to let us <laughs> I know i think there's few but yeah. whatever all right hit him with the pardon a new pour. trend maybe Absolutely. okay here's the here's the pardon pour mm-hmm. shout out little wayne we never clink our glasses you want to have a fucking little yeah we're feeling good today toast i believe we've hit 500 listens yeah finally we can Yay. brag about our listener count <laughs> half a thousand i don't know if that's embarrassing or not but whatever i mean everything's kind <laughs> of embarrassing nowadays but you know that's just the way it is so dad now that we got this nice little pour we had ourselves a clink there why don't you uh give us a little information give us a, a few fact finds okay this is the 1984 <clears throat> japanese anime fantasy comedy by director maru hmm Mamaru? Mamaru? <laughs> Mamaru? Mamaru! Oshi. Uh-huh. Is that it? Yes, you did great. Thank God. And uh, it's the second film in the uh, the series, and it's based on the manga of the same name by Ramiko Takahashi. Mm-hmm. The queen of manga, from what I understand. Really? That's what people call her. And uh, this one uh, experiment with concepts of time loops, dreams, and reality manipulation. Yeah, very cool. Very early on the the subject, too. Yeah. And uh, it was also considered an early example of uh, Oshi's style of filmmaking. Mm -hmm. And, of course, this just brings into question, you know, this has been compared to, like, Groundhog Day, Dark City, Inception, so... Who came first? Yeah, it's it's hard to say. I mean, the the time loop thing has been like, I don't know if this is the first instant, but it was it was mainstream at the very yeah. least. Some of the fun facts are uh, members of the animation staff appear briefly in the uh, 
right at the the beginning of the festival scene. I saw that. That was super And they're riding a cart named Mark Staff. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, Oshi mentioned that uh, to recreate the Godzilla segment, Mm -hmm. he had to do it totally by memory because the film wasn't available at home video. So he couldn't use that as a reference. Which makes sense, I guess, to do it all from memory. That feels like more in place for some reason. I guess so. I just can't believe the legs that Godzilla has in terms of <laughs> he, that he just never dies. I mean, everybody, they were still making movies about Godzilla. Mm-hmm. We just love our big monsters. Like that's and such King a- Kong. I mean, and of course now we have Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah. Everybody's been clamoring for it. Oh yeah. This is what they've been talking about in the Bible. The is end it times. out? Have you watched it? Hell no, dude. I'll never watch that movie as I'm about to go home and watch the Snyder cut. Like, <laughs> I, I say shit like that, and then I fucking change my mind and put it on, so who knows. <laughs> the movie was also based around a Japanese folk story named Yarashahima Taro. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yurashima. And it has uh, similarities to Rip Van Winkle and Pandora's Box. And I guess it's a story that Japanese children learn. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the turtle, what is it? The prince follows the turtle to the dragon palace, and then... Hundreds of years pass by. I guess that's the gist of it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes had zero critic reviews. It's too bad. And uh, the audience gave it a ninety-one percent rating based on two hundred fifty reviews. We can always count on the audience to have like an inflated view of the movie. The critics always have to take off like at least five to ten points just because they have their their livelihood on the on the line. But the letterbox uh, kind of reflects uh, the positivity there because I was looking in the the one to two range and there was really like mostly complaints, nothing really good. So a lot of these are uh, three to four stars, but, you know, let's just jump right into it. So three stars by Mickey on January 4th, 2021. Mickey, don't watch the complicated kind of artsy anime film right after you finish work and tired. Mickey, don't pay attention to the film or pay attention to the film properly or it won't make sense. Look. I'm a dumbass. Sorry. And then this is just me. If you replace work with like a gravity bong hit, because it feels like now that I'm I'm seeing this movie for the first time sober the other day. It's always very different. It's always very different for sure. Yeah, I can sympathize with Mickey. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I put this one in for you who works a full time <laughs> job and you come home and you have to watch this trash yeah. that I put in front of you. So. Hey, yeah, Nikki. this is one of those ones where I'm watching it and I'm thinking I'm supposed to, you know, get more out of it than I'm basically getting out of it. But yeah, you pulled me aside in the kitchen the other day. It's like, like, was there anything like yeah, really just, like good about this? Like, what am I missing? Am I here? missing something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. This is just about <laughs> a horny dude and his alien <laughs> girlfriend and friend. So, Mickey, you are so fine for that one. Uh, we have another three stars by Christian Ryan on November 19th, 2020. And then this is like dialogue. Me. Hey, Internet, do I need to watch the original series and first film to understand this? The Internet. No. Lack of familiarity with previous content will not affect your viewing experience. Me. Great. Oh, and while I got you here, maybe you can tell me what's causing this headache I've had for two days. The Internet. You have Kreutzfeld Jacob disease. You will most likely be dead within the year. Me. Thanks, Internet. I can always count on you. Have you ever uh, used, like, WebMD or anything to self-diagnose yourself? Are you kidding me? Too many times. Yeah. I've stopped doing it, though. I mean, because, you you know, you can just have some of the most basic, you know, Mm -hmm. symptoms. And next thing you know, yeah, you get cancer. And uh, Yeah, I remember I had, like, I don't want to say, like, an episode, but I was very concerned about my health in college. 
And I took this little quiz on, you know, WebMD. It's like, all right, well, you know, how are you feeling? You know, any other symptoms? And the, at the end of it, it's just like, you're fucking bald. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really didn't get any better. So WebMD is not your friend. Uh, we got another three and a half stars by Squeezer on August 20th, 2020. I wonder what kind of food they sell at the Nazi cafe. And I actually compiled a few potential uh, dishes here. Oh, no. Very similar to my odd sandwich combos on the Keep Up podcast, if you guys haven't listened to me on that one. So it's a, it's a Blitzkrieg burger, an Aryan white meat on rye, a Gestapo gazpacho, a Third Reich Reuben, and then Fear Fries. That, that's the best ones that I could come up with. That wasn't, like, too offensive. I mean, I've brought this up in the spotlight, and I think you've also, I mm-hmm. mean, who would ever think that a Nazi cafe was going to, you know, go over well in a... Well, it's funny that the Nazi symbol in itself is supposed to represent, like, the warding away of bad spirits. That's what it was originally supposed to be used for, and then obviously it was repurposed. Uh, yeah, that. but who cares what it was supposed to be? Oh, I'm not it's defending. Only... <laughs> I'm not. De- I'm saying it, like, it's only recognizes one thing, but... In the just... context of the movie, considering that there's a bad spirit, I... That's the only thing that makes sense why it would be there, but they shouldn't have done it. They no, absolutely should not have no, done that. That was weird. That was super weird. As if the school would be on board with that, too. Yeah, that he said he got every kid to pay money to get this fucking Nazi cafe going. So apparently everybody else doesn't so much mind. And, you know, who knows? Maybe that, it has yeah. some fire-ass fear fries. That's comedy. Yeah, <clears throat> it has some good food at the very All right, another four stars by Emmanuel Florino on January 6, 2021. And last night, I had another Monica Belushi dream. Dad, who was your celebrity crush? Do you think you ever had, like, a dream about a celebrity that stuck out to you? <laughs> That's funny you ask. <laughs> because, no, just recently, I had a dream that I was making out with Natalie Portman. <laughs> really? In what context were you, like... I, I can't remember the exact context, but it, the only reason why I think it came into my dream is because I saw... Uh, a news headline like, you know, Natalie Portman gets, you know, ripped for <laughs> Thor or something to that yeah. effect. And of course, I probably clicked on it. I was like, oh, I want to see what, you know, I want to see a buff freaking Natalie Portman. And uh, of course, it didn't really show a picture. It looked like her maybe her arms were bigger or something like that. Uh-huh. So obviously, it somehow creeped into my dreamscape here. And uh, a muscular uh, Natalie Portman dipping you, giving you a smooch. Yeah. That's quite the dream. She just popped up in my dream. And I, for some reason, was making out with her and i have no no idea it's not like i've had you know mm-hmm. i can't say that i i mean i like natalie portman as an actress walking yourself I'm, into a hole here yeah you exactly. sound like jonathan safford <laughs> foyer <laughs> sending her emails and shit uh i think i want to think i had like one pretty uh seminal like britney spears dream i honestly think that's like a real thing that i did it was some blonde woman back when i was whatever i think it was britney spears but that one always stuck out to me uh and then we got one more we have four stars by PSEX on September 7th, 2020. Can't believe the best Ground Dog Day movie is about the horniest motherfucker alive. <laughs> Who would have thought? Adding, uh, I guess, just like a, a 17-year-old pervert would really escalate that type of plot line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Dad, we've definitely illuminated some of the Internet's thoughts here. What's, uh, what's something you want to shine your own spotlight on? Well, like previously, I was... I brought up the Nazi cafe. I was yeah, like, we already hit that yeah, point. That's, uh, but anyway, um, I thought it was funny when there's the segment when Atoru's, um, you know, he wakes up, you know, supposedly 
his father is, you know, in the future or something. Five yeah, and the yeah, father, yeah. father said he had to take out a five hundred year loan. <laughs> What old loan in his name? Yeah, that's such, <laughs> such a funny like detail. Like, I thought that was funny. I can't even imagine what he's paying monthly. Can you imagine what the interest would have been after that? Yeah. Five hundred years. I mean, at that point, you're like, I think he's probably putting that debt on him. Like, once he wakes up, it's like, all right, you're indebted for however many years that this is accrued. Unfortunately. But, yeah. And uh, I love that uh, Mujaki. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Mujaki. Mm-hmm. He was uh, responsible for the digressions of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. Hitler, the death of Julius Caesar. Obviously, he's... Uh, he and put... the Christ. It was fucking Judas, uh, too. Oh, yeah, Judas. That's yeah. right. I mean... What a fucking resume for that guy, honestly, to have the... To insert all those dreams and all those big people. I mean... Yeah, anime seems to want to bring out... Like, remember the, who who uh, who was responsible for the... Uh, the Kennedy assassination. Oh, Remember? that was in um, Golgo. And then what? Uh, the loop in the third, all the, the Cagliostro stuff. Oh, yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. which we brought this up the other day, but the, the loop in the third, uh, Castle of Cagliostro in this movie have like some real parallels with the way that master directors just jumping into like a weird TV series to fuck around. Right. And so. uh, uh, Sakura, mm-hmm. she really knows how to handle a motorcycle. It was it was pretty intense. I yeah. think Sakura is like my favorite, but she's you know she's thirty. I'm into older women, anyways. But the the funniest scene is when uh, she what throws Anson Mark out of the building, rides all the way to try to catch him, yeah, and then just lets him fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's pretty badass. <laughs> uh, I also like. I mean, we already hit the Nazi thing, but the the Nazi cafe is ridiculous. Uh, my other spotlight was who exactly do you have to talk about bringing a tank into a building? Like, what sort of conversation do you have with any business owner? Like, hey, I have a... You, you walk into a Walmart, you go up to the fucking greeter. It's like, is it is okay the, if I bring my, my tank in here? Is the tank part of the series? Um, Does he always have this tank? I don't know. I don't know. I know that... Uh, I read a little about the character. and uh, Yeah, and they didn't really bring up the fact that he's always, you know, driving around a tank. It's just that he's super rich, right? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, that's the real privilege is when you and have he's got his military grade like that, vehicles. Yeah. That's like that's privilege. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also had the I guess the turtles all the way down thing is something that's always sort of like ground my gears. I don't know why, but when people I've had people try to explain like or at least make it seem like it's more deeper than it is like oh yeah dude at the end of the series dude it's all just turtles all the way down i'm like shut the fuck up who gives a fuck about turtles like that and why is that even like a thing i know it has something to do with the 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 hindu myth but as a concept i think it's dumb i think it's dumb to be like obsessed with that yeah that's supposedly the the beginning the the formation of the universe the hindus i didn't even know that yeah the turtles turtles have something to do with it yeah and it's held up by like four eternal elephants or something like that like if you're, that's essentially you admitting that you're a flat earther. If you are cool with the turtle thing, you're a flat earther in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and my final spotlight was just the 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 ultimate summer vibe because once the kids kind of get out of the the repeating of the school thing, and it's essentially just like a summer apocalypse where they're just watching movies in a destroyed theater and shit like that. I mean, that's that's the dream. Having all your fucking homies living in one house, even you know, got your girl. You're just having a great time. And it it made me wish it was a little bit warmer. I, as I 
as I say this with my mother's slippers on and a blanket, and I'm shivering. Like, yeah, I am ready for summer. I'm done with fucking winter, dude. I'm so done. Uh, was there uh, any takeaways, Dad, that you wanted to uh, show off here for us? Well, I mean, I guess ultimately, you know, the the, the basis here is that uh, time is just a construct of man. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that really matters is right here, right now. And then there's the scene where, you know, Atura, or Ataru. Ataru, Ataru. Mm-hmm. Of course, I want to screw that up. <laughs> Where Atari he get he you. finally gets his harem, yeah, and then he's just like, "Wait a minute, where's Lum?" And I guess the you know the bottom line is just love the one you're with. Yeah, yeah, that was like because he said something that I thought was really funny, and I I wish I would have written it down, but like that whole character because nobody likes him, and I had almost written this down like when was being a pervert like ever endearing in any part of history, but apparently nobody likes Ataro because he is such a pervert, but Lum is like obsessed with him because. You know, aliens don't really give a fuck. But yeah, exactly. Don't is uh, he just, you know, become hated recently or is this? I think it's hated? just like women are disgusted by the fact that he just wants to ogle them and you know, he has all these these dirty fantasies and stuff like that. But yeah, love the one you're with. Don't be getting on TikTok and looking at fat ass girls, dude. You're gonna get out of your relationship <laughs> really fast if that happens. <laughs> uh I had a couple takeaways. Um one of them was the the little note where it had to be like all girls leave by 10. Yeah. Which, Holy. you know, is more of a testament to just how shitty dudes are. And it it should just be our responsibility as men to weasel out other bad guys. We should just like, as when all the girls leave, you, you finally just like, all right, man, did you do something bad? Have you fucking said <laughs> anything mean to women? We need to start holding each other accountable. Uh, another one of my, my takeaways was there's nothing better to relieve stress than taking a big shit. And I know that the tranquilizers were originally given to Anson Mark, but, you know, maybe he popped a, a lax, a laxative <laughs> and got some of that stress out of his body. Yeah. Because I think that would be true. I've never taken laxatives. Have you? Never. No? One day, dude. I'll fucking slip it in your drink. Like a My Mikey. laxative is a cup of coffee in the morning. In a book. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I had another. Inc- yeah. Well, I don't even want to talk about that. What? That you. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> you won't even let me say it. No. Barnes, yeah. I don't know what it was, but I had this thing with Barnes and Nobles. And every time I went into Barnes and Nobles, it'd bring on a shit. <laughs> That's so funny, yeah. dude. Actually, a couple times it, it was a pretty bad situation because the bathrooms weren't working and I had to make a, you know, exit and drive to the nearest, you know, public bathroom. Yeah. It's not always a good thing. You took a dump in the music section and you walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Barnes and Nobles, dude. Those were the days. Hanging around the bookstore. Yeah. Uh, And my final takeaway was if you're an older man on your way to retirement, I don't think a hot young girl is really going to be your last hurrah. I feel like that always just goes badly for the dude. So just kind of retire with some with some grace. Just go out in your own terms. Uh, so, Dad, we've, we've reached the, the question section of our podcast. The, the Vipers are out there. Erskine's a little nervous today, and I'll, I'll get into why, but the refs are ready. Everybody is getting ready. But most importantly, Dad, are you ready to play some games? Sure. All right, perfect. <clears throat> so, three lies and a truth. Entry number one. Director Oshin not only considers himself a gun nut, owning close to 100 firearms in total, but he is an avid hunter and has gone on several African safaris over the course of his life. Entry number two. Director Oshi's choice to introduce Nazi imagery into the Urusai Yatsura series, as well as the film Beautiful Dreamer, was due to his fascination with military vehicles and tanks. 
Entry number three. Following the Japanese, uh, Japanese release of Groundhog Day in 1994, director Oshi penned a letter to Harold Ramis about his displeasure of using a similar plot mechanic. Ramis would go on to reply to this letter and even admit a creative debt to Oshi, who he considered an influence on his own film. And then entry number four. While developing the script for The Beautiful Dreamer, Yurisai Yatsura creator Rumiko Takahashi and director Oshi worked hand in hand as Osha believed that capturing the manga's original female voice, as well as its own male point of view, would better encapsulate the nature of the story. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? I think the last one's a lie, because I don't... I think uh, Takahashi didn't like the script. Mm -hmm. And um, she was against it, but... Locking it in? Yeah. All right, you are correct. That is a lie. Uh, director Oshi and uh, Takahashi apparently frustrated one another. That's how he described in an interview. They didn't really get along and maybe see eye to eye with the the subject matter. So, well, in this movie, he wanted to change the whole sort of concept of the of the manga, right? And or the series, it sort of just sort of went off in his own. I don't know how different the anime that he had to you know oversaw in the movies differs from the manga if it had anything to do, uh, do with more with Lum or something like that. Mm. So I, I don't really know, to be honest with you. And I don't believe that Harold Ramis um, had any... Uh, he wasn't sending letters? No, I don't think he sent a letter at all. All right, so that is also another lie. So we have down to the last two, the the Nazi imagery because... Oshi loves his military vehicles or the fact that Oshi loves himself some guns and he's an avid hunter. Yeah, these two, boy. Um, I'm going to just say that uh, one, I, I, don't, I don't think he's a, a gun nut. Locking it in? Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. He uh, does apparently like to shoot guns. I don't think he does it really ever in Japan. He says, like, whenever he goes to America, he does that. But he never hunts. It's always targets. That was, like, his thing. Right. So I don't know if he owns a gun or anything like that, but that was uh, definitely of my fabrication. Yeah. So I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't take the Japanese culture as being gun fanatics. You wouldn't know that by watching anime. <laughs> that's for fucking Yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah. It seems like guns are integral to most of the, the plot lines, but neither here nor there. We're on to uh, were you paying attention? So, Dad, now that we know where the ball is going, Erskine's ready to take the field. It's game day. We're going to play a little were you paying attention. So, uh, I guess I've just got to send this over to my co-host. Joe, hit him with those horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Bob. Coming to you live from Wembley Stadium, across the pond in London, England. We're anticipating a great game between the London Teabaggers and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where XFL newcomer Patrick Vanellitaint Erskines taking his redemption tour to the house that the colonizers built. But to get the win, he'll have to topple all the King's men and their monarch in the middle. William Scotch Tape, my penis to a Cracker Jack, Brooks Hamilton soundtrack the third. <laughs> Going back to you, Drew. <laughs> William Scotch taped my penis to a Cracker Jack Brooks Hamilton soundtrack the third is holding down the defense dad I hope you're fucking ready because he's coming for your ass that might I be like I don't even want to know the story behind that I it was all sound <laughs> once I had Cracker Jack in there Hamilton soundtrack the third wasn't too far away <laughs> so 
First half, question number one. There's a sale on ramen light at the Hana Tea Shop. Hama Tea Shop, excuse me. How much is the sale? Is it A, 25%, B, 30%, C, 35%, or D, 40%? I'm going to go with A, 25%. All righty, let's send it over to Joe. Thanks, Drew. After another tough loss for the Vipers last week, things have taken a surprise turn for the worst. <laughs> Rumor out of El Paso is that someone spilled their cream inside peaches because now she's pregnant. <laughs> Somebody got the stripper pregnant. The paternity test is due to arrive any minute, and both Beef Whistle Simmons and Vanilla Tain are sweating it out. Let's hope they can keep their nerve as their agents book them a spot on Maury. As for the game, the Vipers were hoping these two wouldn't see much of each other, but Beef Whistle is going to be forced to come out quick and early after a disappointing performance by Vanilla Taint. These two must be having deja vu! So nothing. Nothing happened. You, uh, We had a, a bad drive there, but at least you got away with not throwing a pick. What, three and out? Yeah, ex exactly. Uh, we had to send Beef Whistle out there. He's fucking shaking at the idea of being a dad, but that's what happens when you fuck strippers unprotected, dude. It can happen. Uh, it was 30%, just for you know anyone listening at home. All right, question number two. During the principal's long-winded speech, he says that Momotaro can go to where to become Genghis Khan? Is it A, Mongolia, B, Persia, C, Manchuria, or D, China? I think Genghis Khan is from Mongolia, so I'm going to say A. A? All righty, back to you, Joe. Drew! The Vipers are coming out in their pullout package. Patrick hikes it. He throws a post. He throws, a, he throws to the postman. But the teabaggers are going to intercept the delivery. Oh. Carry vegan Chiz Van Dyke with the pick and run all the way to the end zone. Touchdown, teabaggers. Carry vegan Jizz Van Dyke just hopped on that ball. You are fucking shook right now at the idea of being a dad there, Vanilla Taint. Tea, Get your shit together. Teabaggers. Yeah, the teabaggers, dude. What else would they be? The Monarchs, that's a dumb name. All right, final question before halftime. How many bags of spaghetti are on Mrs. Moriboshi's grocery list? Is it A, 22, B, 16, C, 10, or D, 12? I believe it's D. D? 12. Alrighty, Joe, let's hear it. Drew! The Vipers are out in their Plan B package, and Vanilla Taint must be wishing he ran this one the other night. Hirschkind takes the snap. He's got the protection, and Patrick must see something he likes because he's going to wing it, and it's caught! Corey, wash my feet with Piss Simpson with a huge first down, and they're going to rush out the kicker right before halftime. Actually, that's not true. Sorry, you get nothing there. I think it was just the first down. So you got the last two wrong. So nothing. You got a first down. My bad. They're going to miss the kick. <laughs> that's too bad. Ugh. But uh, Joe still has to run down to do his little halftime interview. He's fucking chuffing down the stairs. He's sweating when he gets over there. Obviously, he's fucking high on cocaine. Patrick, do you think the kid is yours? You got to let us know. I absolutely do not. I was just working a camera. <laughs> That's not true, Patrick. The other stripper was working the camera. I saw you deep stroke that lady. <laughs> I don't know what cut you saw, man. But <laughs> <laughs> I saw it straight from Instagram, Patrick. <laughs> I saw the raw thing. Just like you raw dog that stripper. Yeah, well, I, I think it's a fake. It's a deep fake. Wow. Okay. <laughs> deep fake. That's all we need. That's all the excuse that you need. All right. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been subject to fraud. All right. We're taking that one right in the fucking second half. So question number four. 
What was the total cost of the gang's trip to the grocery store? Was it A, $115.67, B, $120.52, C, $137.97, or D, $140.63? I think it was A. A? All righty, Joe, what's going on? Drew, coming out of the halftime, the Vipers are starting in their child support package, and the OC must be trying to get under Patrick's skin. Vanilla Tane hikes it. He's scanning the field. Now he's going to air it out for a long one. Yusuf went to high school with Obama Skaghill with the monster gain on first down. <laughs> All right, Skaghill. What's up with this first down crap, man? <laughs> that you get one right? You know how to play this game. I know. You got to get two. You're fucking up because you're scared of being a father. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number five. When Otaru wakes up... Oh, wait, this is a different one. Oh, yeah. When Otaru wakes up inside a pod in seemingly distant future, he sees that Lum is dead and that an emergency alarm was set off how many years ago? Is it A, 150, B, 325, C, 100, or excuse me, 400, or D, 275? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was 275. 275? Yeah. Locking it in? Yeah. All right, back to you, Joe. How's this going? Drew, I've been given word that the courier is now inside the stadium, and not a moment too soon, because Erskine's sweating it out there, and so is their punter, who shanked this one left for the Vipers, and now the teabaggers are coming out with some momentum as we head into the fourth. So, hey, we have one chance. Uh, I guess... So what is it, seven, actually, seven to nothing? I think you already lost this game, but, you know... Because I can't get anything other than the first down you know what if you get this right dad i'm I'm gonna throw i'm throwing a hail mary okay you're gonna call it audible yeah okay 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 if we go into how or overtime i have nothing for you so this is all for your pride there erskine all right question number six what is the number on otaru's jersey when he is asked to grab lum's horns to save the world is it a seven b one c thirteen or D four. Well, I believe that he was actually born on Friday the thirteenth during an earthquake. I read that about him. Is that true? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I guess supposedly he has like unbelievably bad luck. He's always in the in the series. Uh huh. Okay. I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with C. Alrighty. How is this game gonna end, Joe? Drew. The Vipers are looking to make this one last push for the end zone, and they're coming out in their Planned Parenthood package. Erskine hikes it He's looking off the safety But the defense No he's going deep And he's going to try it anyway And it's a big mistake Because the Mike in the middle Is going to pick this one off uh, William Scotch taped my penis To a Cracker Jack book Hamilton's soundtrack The third Streaking down the sideline With the ball in his hand And he's going to make it A T-baggers touchdown Another fourth quarter meltdown For the Vipers But look at this The Jumbotron has announced that Villanelle Taint is not the father. (laughs) (laughs) What a turn of events. It obviously was, you know, heavy on my mind, man. And I was a little distracted in this game, which, you know, obviously I showed in my performance. But now that it's behind me. You just ran over to Tracy Wilson or whatever her name is in explaining all that. So, yeah, good for you, Dad, for fucking avoiding being a... I might have lost the game, but I might have won something else in return. Yeah, you won your freedom from yes. uh, what alimony or whatever yeah. it is, child support. That's tough. But hey, this is a victory party in my mind. We're not we're not coming out of here with a baby out of wedlock. So yeah. 
Erskine's heading into the locker room with some swagger. <laughs> Fucking Beef Whistle's dragging his feet. He knows a punter's salary isn't going to do it anymore, <laughs> but <laughs> we're uh, we're going to have a little bit more of this wine Gatorade. We're going to jump with that. Sorry there, Beef. <laughs> yeah, you should have wore a condom there, Beef Whistle. <laughs> Looks like you spilled your cream. Punters aren't the smartest people in the world. No, for sure, dude. He shanked that semen right inside Apologies to all you punters. <laughs> If there's one punter listening to this podcast, please come on. If you've ever punted a football, I'll even allow that. But whatever. <laughs> We're going to do a, a little would you rather here, Dad. You ready? Yep. All right. Would you rather make your primary vehicle a leopard tank, but you don't have control of the cannon? Or would you rather have a Harrier jet that you could only hang on to like your Tom Cruise? So somebody is going to be your chauffeur, but you're riding from the outside in that Harrier jet, whether it be... Uh, by some some sort of tether, you're holding on to some ladder, or the fucking tank, which has probably some a lot a lot of complications if you can't control the cannon. What am I doing? Am I hanging on to the outside of the jet? Yeah, you ever seen that Tom Cruise thing when he did that in uh, Mission Impossible? No, no. Well, he did that. Tom Cruise is a is a, a legend for that one, but. That's what it have to be. You can't ride inside it, but you're riding on the outside of a Harrier jet. Yeah. You almost have like an Uber, but it's a Harrier jet. Yeah, well, I'm not. No. I would let you have a tether at the very least. I would let you just be like dragged there and maybe they, you can eject yourself or something. No, not doing that. I'll, Even if I mean, tank- no. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Oh, you mean I don't have control? You mean the cannon? The cannon could be swinging around, hit light poles. It could fucking fire off. Like, it is a, a much more dangerous situation at least for other people to be in the tank. Yeah. You might get a parking ticket every once in a while, yeah. but well, obviously I'm not going to take it to town. <laughs> it's just for <laughs> it's for the country. Hey honey, I'm going to get some milk. Yeah. I'm going to take the tank. Go to the Ingles. <laughs> Blow out the <laughs> fucking bakery, dude. I oh, dude, I hate the idea of having to be in the Harrier jet thing because I know how cold that would be everywhere you go and I don't have any hair to worry about in terms of like my dew getting messed up, but I, don't I know. mean, I'm not, you know, the I mean, I'm not afraid of flying, but at the same point, it's not, you know, something that, you know, is I'd like to do mm-hmm. any given day. And on the outside of the plane, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's I guess we're both jumping in the leopard tank, dude. We're yeah. upgrading our rides. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. That'd be so crazy to, like, go through a drive through and be like, you just don't even know. You get up there and it's a fucking Did you tank. ever see that? um uh, documentary on Netflix about the guy that built like a tank. No, and he went crazy on a town. What? And he just, yeah, like he killed a bunch of people. No, he didn't kill people, but he destroyed. Like there was, you know, he had a big beef with all the the town people, mm-hmm. and um, decided to exact some revenge on the people because he wanted to build something or whatever. They were stopping him from doing something, so he <laughs> freaking built this like tank. Wow. And then just went and destroyed like everybody's you know property and homes. It was crazy because they couldn't they couldn't stop him. Yeah, I guess there's really very little. I mean, he thought do. it out really well. I mean, he had like cameras that were you know that he could use to you know so he could see, and it was totally concealed. And they were like trying to shoot you know huge, fifty caliber freaking guns at him or whatever they call him. Did and they then, kill him? At, at the he... end, no. It, it finally something happened in the in the tank, um, broke down. And then he commits suicide inside. Oh, okay. But it took him hours just to get out, get him out of the tank. They had to literally, you know, use like a blowtorch and open up a hole in it and wow. get him out. I guess that makes sense why Atari wanted to hide in there. A tank is a pretty safe hiding spot, especially if you're fucking gunning down yeah. your whole neighborhood. Yeah. 
But yeah, we're going to have to hopefully not go postal. I don't even know what you would call it at that point, but it, that's not a good look. All right. Would you rather live in a repeating day? Uh, any day of your whole life, you can choose the day and you can repeat it. Or you have to go back in time and try to stop Genghis Khan. You have one year. You can't bring back any weapons. And if you fail, Genghis Khan and his entire army are transported to modern to the modern day world and are just going to start wreaking havoc. So either you live in your own purgatory or you try to stop Genghis Khan. I don't think you can uh, you can stop Genghis Khan. No. I mean, you can't change history, right? I'll say that that in a time loop. You can't, you know, well, you know, everybody tries, but it seems like you just never can do it. I suppose maybe some other person would uh, step up into the ranks and become the new. What is it? The Huns? Actually, that that wouldn't be too bad. I mean, even if I failed and you bring Genghis Khan back with his army in modern day, he I mean, he would be destroyed. Wow. I don't know. You how, how many? I think the Genghis Khan army was enormous. It was millions of people. Yeah, but we have today's, you know. How long would it take weaponry. for Genghis Khan to outfit his whole fucking army with some guns? Dude? He wouldn't even understand. He would be fine, dude. No. He was a he was a, a a genius murderer. I guess that's how people describe Genghis Khan. What, I don't know. Any... Learn how to fly a a, a jet? Could then, no, I don't think so. I'm sure people would fucking pledge allegiance to Genghis Khan, dude. People think about Hitler as still as like a thing, so. I don't know. I, st- I don't think I would want to try to go back and stop him, though, by myself. I, c- I would have to think that I almost, like, would want to get COVID, then just, like, transport myself to fucking Manchuria, wherever he is, and, like, sneeze on him, and maybe that'll do it. But I would also be <laughs> giving myself COVID at that point. So maybe that wouldn't be for me. But the living on repeat, it's a fascinating question because I don't know which day I would repeat if I had to choose some- one for my own life. I think... Well, hopefully it wouldn't be a day that it was like a blizzard. <laughs> of course not. No, it'd be, have to be a day that I had sex. That's absolutely but you, well. It says you get to choose the day you repeat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get to choose yeah. the day that you go back and do over and over and over again forever. You're stuck in the time. You choose your own time loop. Yeah. Or you try to prevent uh, a dictator. It always seems like that kind of thing is fun in the beginning, but after a while, it it just it wears on you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what what everything Palm Springs Groundhog Day. Yeah. Everybody just gets sick of it. So that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I almost still want to do it. I'm sure I could find one day that would be worth it. That I could do everything I want. Wake up, do something else, and wake up back in my bed. Like I get to live forever. True. I don't know. I, yeah, the, I might. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I wish I had attended more weddings in my life because that's always like, I mean, that's what Palm Springs does. But like a wedding does seem like a cool time to like repeat because it is a party. There has to be a party. Just having a party every single day. I don't know. I've never been fan a fan of weddings. Yeah, that's fair. I've only been to the one. All right. Would you rather live in a world with no people or a world where Godzilla is on a rampage across the country? And uh, I guess Lake Loris is on his, one of his hit lists. So he's coming. So either you're the sole man in a world with nothing else going on or you band in solidarity with your fellow man and try to stop Godzilla from destroying the United States. Why he's so far from Japan? I mean, I guess he has to come to what, California? So he'll he'll be here in a couple weeks, but live in a world so you're all alone. Yes. You and your dog type of thing like 
Yeah, I guess Will animals Smith could and... be there. There's no vampires. It's just empty. They all get raptured. <laughs> no vampires. No. The whole world gets raptured, and your fucking sinning ass has to live out the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, that's sort of sad, but it would sort of be fun in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the loneliness... I mean, people are lonely now, and this is probably the easiest time ever to fuck someone, so... If you're living in a world by yourself, you got to be pretty good with like the thoughts in your head. And that's that might be troublesome. I think I could do it whether I would enjoy it. But also, I guess Godzilla would have to destroy the whole world. I could just run away. That's, that's what true. at least I would hope. Unless he's looking for like me specifically. Like I wronged him. <laughs> Godzilla's trying to find me. I mean, yeah. What's the odds? Even if Godzilla's on a rampage. I mean, he can only be in... A few different places. I mean, it's not like he's gonna trample over every inch of ground. Like I said, he will come here. He will. You'll have to evacuate Lake Laura. So you'll have, at least have to move once. In my mind, I still. I want to almost say that I want to do the Godzilla thing just because I can let other people deal with it. Just like your point with the Genghis Khan thing. Like I can let other people deal with this. I don't personally have to beat the lizard. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'll do Godzilla too, but... At least we can do it together. That's the cool thing. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm just alone. And I how, know. How many times That's the sad I... part. Yeah, dude. How many times can you beat your own dick before you're like just ready to kill yourself? <laughs> it's not that many. I guarantee it. Uh, would you rather become a Frankenstein monster? So your mind is... Uh, it's your mind, but it's with mismatched body parts, you know, taken from different people, whatever. Uh, but with that, you're super strong. So you gain the, the ability of super strength, but you're a Frankenstein or you grow big devil horns like big fucking longhorn Texan bulls. Yeah, whatever. Big horns. But you can shoot electricity. So I would say, like, I don't know how big I can make my hands here. <laughs> you look like a deer, but you have electric powers. Or you're a Frankenstein. You're fucking butt ugly, but you're super strong. I can shoot electricity? Hmm. I think I'd be the Frankenstein monster and immediately get involved with, like, the strongman stuff. Because you don't have to be a hot guy to be a part of that. A lot of those dudes are just, like, meatballs. So I might try to, like, get in with the weightlifting crew. Just get fucking shredded <laughs> as Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, this wasn't my best question, I, I assure you. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't see the upside of having devil horns. Even if I can shoot electricity, I don't know how that... Well, I mean, electricity, shoot electricity is, is a broad So term. basically you make it funny, fun of me, you know, hey, what's up, devil horns? F you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And but like, think of all the other ways you could do it. You could be, you're a superhero at that point. You just have big fucking horns. Like electricity, you could be essentially like Storm from the X-Men. Like, I wonder if you, can you cut them off? Like, um, no, I wouldn't allow you to do that. What's the point? You <laughs> <laughs> no, no you lose your powers. At the I mean, you can cut them off, but they would still grow back. Uh, it's like that movie. What's the movie where the guy has the horns there? Um, is it with Daniel Radcliffe? No, 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 no. Hmm. The um, crap. He's like red. And... Oh, oh, uh, Hellboy. Hellboy, okay. right. Uh, yeah, sure. You cut them off, they grow back. So it's not like one of the... It's like trimming your nails. Like if you really want to be... Uh, <laughs> good about it. You can get them down maybe to like an inch off your head, however far they are in lum. Yeah. So at least you have the studs. Yeah. Well, you cut the horns down, put on a little cap. 
And then you're a superhero. Then just shoot electricity all over the place. Never yeah. have to pay for power again. You just being there powers your whole fucking house. Yeah. Now that you've like brought in, you've <laughs> you've made too much logic in this question. <laughs> so now the horn thing seems almost better because the Frankenstein thing, like, you're still fucking ugly. But at least yeah. I get to keep myself uh, yeah. just with some horns. I think some of the chicks would be into the devil horns. I think so, too. I mean, considering all the other uh, body modifications that people get, dude. I'll get a Prince Albert and a fucking, you know, horns. I, I would look great. <laughs> all right. So we're both we're both getting the horns, I guess. We're going to be electric yeah. super horns. Uh, would you rather be put in a sleeping chamber for 500 years or live in a world without clocks and calendars? So no electricity. It's essentially just the apocalypse. An EMP has gone off and every single electrical device in the world is cut off. Or you don't like the way things are going right now, or some circumstance pushes you into a pod that will uh, let you sleep for 500 years, and you can kind of just pick up where you left off. Well, the scary part is, what do you wake up to? Exactly. I mean, 500 years. Uh, We might be going back to the scenario where we're the only person left in the world. (laughs) That's true. But is it worse than living in the apocalypse where everybody is going to essentially just break down like the road? Like you're fucking traveling with your little cart, trying to find food. People are. Yeah, it's sort of a roll the dice type of thing. Mm -hmm. Either take what you're given or wait and see what happens. I mean, you know that there's definitely uh, the apocalypse is at hand now or 500 years later. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. I'd like to see what happens in 500 years, or maybe not, but I'm, I'll am i roll those dice. I guess I'm leaning towards that, too, because, like, the no electricity thing, no clocks, no calendars, like, your whole, I mean, the world is just different at that point. Well, when point. you first put that up, I was thinking, okay, yeah, I could live without clocks. I mean, I don't give a shit about time. And uh, the no electricity thing, I mean, we've done it before. Yeah. I wonder, like, with the people who are in those EMP scenarios, like, in an apocalypse movie... What's the process of just recreating electricity or like just recreating the machinery? I guess society is too broken down at that point, right? That's usually how it happens. People start killing each other. They can't really repair whatever. Well, they going can. On. I mean, they definitely do create, you know, you just have to have the, the knowledge of how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just the, you know, the major electrical plants go down because there's nobody managing or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, where they fry and then. So I don't know. I mean, I think you could still create electricity. It's not like electricity is is not existent in the world anymore. It's still there. For it's sure. Like, I mean, just like recreating the machinery yeah. to even get you there. Like, yeah. But no, I think I'm going to hop in that, that chamber with you. We can fucking... I'm not going to say cuddle in the chamber, but we'll go <laughs> side by side. Hopefully not an emergency will uh, kill me or something like that. All right, final. Would you rather? Would you rather try to run a Nazi cafe and make a profit after... I'll give you, I guess it's hard to say in a year. What, like a five-year stretch? You have to fucking run a Nazi cafe? Maybe that's too long. But if you fail, you get canceled. Or uh, play a daily pill roulette with either a laxative or a horse tranquilizer for the next 10 years. So either you get on this pill regimen or you try to run a Nazi cafe with all the the trappings of doing such uh, such a thing. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't see any. Social suicide. Ten years are, is just, you're dead. I mean, horse tranquilizers, you probably OD on those. 
No, dude. The fucking... Well, I guess I can't say the Pokemon uh, writer was doing horse tranquilizers. He was doing tranquilizers. So yeah. it wasn't obviously debilitating enough for you not to be able to think of some fire-ass plots for Pokemon. But the laxative thing is tough. Yeah, well, I'm either passed out or I'm just shitting my brains out for 10 years. <laughs> Every single day. <laughs> just... That's unacceptable. Yeah. Not that running a Nazi cafe. I mean, I wouldn't expect to make a profit, uh-huh. and I would just be happily canceled. I think, honestly, uh, I don't know. I can't say that that it would make a profit. Like, that's a very niche. Like, you have to maybe pick your spot of where to open up that Nazi cafe. Like, in some bad place in the United States, maybe you're going to get a, a profit there. But uh, the, 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 the pill roulette thing. I don't, I don't think. think it's possible. To make a profit? No. No? Yeah, I guess so. Unless you have some sort of, like, Maybe 500 fucking... years in the future or something when nobody remembers it. Yeah, the Republican Party has gone so far right that we're in a <laughs> dictatorship. That's, that'll be the fucking day, dude. Yeah. That's perfect. Well, Dad, we've uh, we've cooled down. You're fucking hammered, dude, coming out of the locker room because I guess you're just shaking champagne in Beef Whistle's face. You're you're pretty damn happy, but you're heading straight back to the strip clubs. You do not give a fuck. You're getting your first drink, first lap dance, but we're also maybe planning for the future in the same way that Beef Whistle's is uh, planning for his, I guess, his life as a father. You're you're trying to look at these characters and think about maybe something that's going to go on. So, a little Ghibli all grown up. Dad, do you have any uh, potential sequel ideas or... Uh, any bit skits or anything? You no, want? I didn't come up with anything. No, because I figured this is where we're going. Yeah. Well, I had. Uh, I mean, this I had technically a sequel idea that also just like the bit, but the sequel idea is that Otaru has to get canceled. Like, he has to get me tooed. He's done too many weird things to women at this point. He's too fucking all over the place. So your time will come, Otaru. Unfortunately, but. Uh, I guess I'm going to set a little timer for this Nazi cafe thing because that's the that's the bit that I want to do. And we could fucking just see where that goes. So so just imagine fucking you know, you're walking on the sidewalk. Uh, I look up. It's like, Peter. Oh, my God, Peter. What's up, man? I haven't seen you in forever. How are you doing, dude? Not bad, man. What are you up to? Dude, nothing. I'm just on my lunch break. I'm a fucking stockbroker now. Isn't that crazy? Very much so. What? I mean, I thought... Honestly, dude, I thought you kind of just fell off the earth after you and Megan broke up. But, like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm getting through it. I mean, Megan was a dime piece, dude. She was a fucking alien who wanted to suck your dick. I can't believe you fucked that up. <laughs> well, you know, aliens are hard to please. I guess so. I mean, quite frankly, I don't think my girlfriend's ever come. But, you know, <laughs> I make so much money that it doesn't matter. But, dude, it's so crazy to see you. Do you? I, I was just about to go get lunch. I just heard about this new place down the road. Like, do you want to go catch a bite with me? Sure. Are you paying? <laughs> I got you, my guy, for <laughs> sure. Right, I know things are a little tough for you. So, yeah, we fucking go over to this place. We're kind of walking, chatting up. And, you know, we stop at this place. It's like, I think this is it. And it's a it's a cafe that says Adolph's. And you <laughs> I think this is a Adolph's. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the place I was thinking of. Uh, let's just go right in. We fucking go in there. Obviously a Nazi cafe. Obviously a Nazi cafe. <laughs> but this this stockbroker guy Riddled is kinda, with skinheads and yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking bald dudes. They got the uh the helmets as the seats and stuff like that. Like it doesn't look good. It's like, yo, dude, I fucking heard this place has some fire ass food. Let's just go up and see something. So we go up to the fucking thing. Uh some guy comes out from back. He's like emo bangs, a little fucking like very obvious. It's like a Hitler mustache that's just like stick on. 
It's like, welcome to Ados. Um, we got specials on the, the Blitzkrieg burger today. Uh, what can I get for you guys? He's obviously hates his fucking job. The Blitzkrieg burger. What else do we have on the menu? Uh, we got the Third Reich Reuben, uh, the Gestapo Gazpacho. <laughs> Honestly, man, just read the menu. I don't really want to have to explain this to you. I just got to ask, man, how's business? We're killing it. I don't know if you can kind of see all these bald dudes around here. We're, we're really doing well. Obviously, I don't own the place, man. I'm just kind of in here for art school, and then, you know, this is something I do on the side, but, you know, it pays the bills. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to try the, um, what was the Reuben? The Third Reich Reuben. The <laughs> Third Reich Reuben. You hear fucking somebody from uh, across the room, Heil! <laughs> it's like, hey, no, 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 stop, don't yell. All right, you got one fucking Reuben. What do you want there, uh, hot shot? Give me a Blitzkrieg burger, my guy. I'll, we'll fucking just like take a little number and we'll wait for uh, wait it out. Oh, and get me the uh, the Animal House fucking Fure Fries, please. Great, 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 great. We take our order. We go fucking sit down. It's like this place is like such a cool vibe. Am I wrong? Like this place is cool, right? I don't know that I would say that it's cool. I mean, just because there's a bunch of bald dudes over here, like I don't think that has to kill the vibe. Quite frankly, I'm kind of losing my hair a little bit. I I started getting on that hymns diet, you know, taking pills every day, but neither here nor there. I'm just hoping you don't have any tattoos right now. That might be uh, signifying your reason for bringing me here. Man, it was just good to see you. I, I The only the tattoo I have is a brand. I got it when I was at a fraternity. He, like, lifts up his shirt. It's like a huge swat stick on his <laughs> chest. I was like, yeah, man, I went down to the school in Mississippi. I fell in with this really group, great group of guys. They told me it was, like, to ward away bad spirits, and I'm all about those those good vibes, you know? So that's how I ended up in the place that I am. So what exactly happened? Can you tell me what happened with you and Megan, dude? Because... I got to admit, I don't want to just like, you know, step on your thing. But like, I had such a big crush on Megan. She was so hot. What happened there? You know, I just couldn't really, I couldn't, some reason the horns freaked me out. The horns freaked you out? Yeah. I mean, what about the horns, dude? Like, they're kind of hot. She has electrical powers. I heard she was great in bed. You've ever uh, been having sex and been electrocuted? No, I've had some, you know, wax poured on my ball sack before, but like, <laughs> that's only like minor stuff. Yeah, well, it's not fun. I don't know, man. I'm like very obviously like checking my Instagram and like liking her photos. Like, you know, man, that sucks. Hopefully you can find another girl. And she's very jealous. Oh, you know, that that is sort of a problem. Yeah. Dude, maybe there's some fucking. And you only could take so many electrical shocks before, you know. It gets old. <laughs> uh, I, I guess our food comes out some like, I guess some hot ass Nazi girl, very you know, dressed up in leather and shit comes out, hands us our food. You know what? Hey, what was your name? Um, I'm Ashley. Hey, you know Ashley, this is my friend fucking Peter, dude. What? I mean, this I feel like I'm just like connecting you guys right now. Like this is so crazy. Like, honestly, man, like I just want to give you my burger. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to like embarrass you there, Peter, but you're introducing me to the waitress. Yeah, dude. I mean, be in the moment. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get you back off your fucking feet, dude. Yeah, well, you know, I think I just need to take a break. I'm not ready to uh, associate myself with 
Helga. Is that her name? My name is fucking Ashley, you asshole. Oh. <laughs> Some fucking bald dude behind us stands up. Hey, man, why are you harassing my girlfriend? Great. Dude, Peter, what the fuck, dude? I thought I was getting you in on this girl. Now you got to fight this fucking guy. Hey, asshole, I'm talking to you. You know what? It was nice seeing you and everything, but I really got to leave, man. Don't I, leave. You haven't even paid for your meal. I was. Oh, well, I guess I was gonna pay, but you're paying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you. Uh, you're setting me up here, and uh, I don't think this is my kind of place. But it was good seeing you, and uh, you know, by all means, you know, check out my old girlfriend. Hey, I mean, thanks for the permission, brother. I guess uh, I'll guess I'll see you around. <laughs> <laughs> We could cut it off there. That was fun enough for me. Uh, that was good. I yeah. like that one. Get a little uh, Nazi cafe. Obviously, it's not for everybody, but I guess if you're uh, an unknowing Nazi stockbroker <laughs> trying to fucking take your friend out to lunch, it's not too bad. I didn't know there was such a thing, but... <clears throat> you know, you'd be surprised. But uh, maybe that wasn't our best. Maybe it was. We haven't really decided yet. Yeah. We'll have to hear we'll it in post. But it. Yeah, we're, we're putting this motherfucker on the Rushmore. At All least right. for a you know, beautiful dreamer, so... We only had three this week. I couldn't find the uh, the fourth one, so we're just going to have to keep it rolling. So, That's Dad, cool. Alien Girlfriend Rushmore. Does Lum, the invader, beat out Kim Basinger as Celeste in My Stepmother is an Alien? Zoe Saldana as uh, Natiri in Avatar? Mila Djokovic as uh, Lilu in Fifth Element? And the first time we've had two people, uh, you know, same actor on the Rushmore. Zoe Saldana as Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Yeah, because honestly, I couldn't find a lot of examples like this. A lot of the dudes, a lot of the alien couples is like the dude is the alien and they fuck some like hot uh, most of the, the time. This is new first, yeah, doing double duty. Yeah, it's almost like, I don't know, I, I feel bad almost wanting to take her off, but Natiri is like classic alien girlfriend, seven, eight feet blue. I never saw my stepmother as an alien, but Lilu in Fifth Element is cool, Gamora's cool. Have you watched the I Stepbrother th- movie? Or Stepmother? My Stepmother is an Alien? Yeah, it has no. uh, Dan Aykroyd. I feel like I might have. I thought it was like, it should have been right in your wheel. Not in your wheelhouse. <laughs> this is a movie for you, Dad. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't very popular. No. Um, I guess Lum actually is sort of like the start of the, you know, alien girlfriend thing. Isn't that... Well, I guess it's classified as, like, the magical girlfriend. And that's how this originally uh, started. But I guess I didn't really dive too deep into, like, the magical thing. Honestly, I don't think I did, but I couldn't find the example. So this is where I came out to. It's the alien girlfriend thing. It's For I, me, I'm almost willing to get Celeste out of there just because I don't know anything about my stepbrother. But the Zoe Saldana, two for, two for four. I mean, that's... Well, we could take her off because she's already on it. Well, which one, Gamora or Natiri? I would tend to go with the Avatar one. Really? Yeah. You would kick her out rather than uh, Gamora? Yeah. Because she she's the girlfriend of the guy. I mean, you know, it's not like she's become the girlfriend of, you know, a regular human. I mean, this guy takes on the appearance of another yeah he takes like, the or whatever but it's yeah i mean i i so she thinks she's you know with somebody of her own race type of thing yeah i guess it isn't like a, a cross alien I mean, racial it, relationship yeah. 
Mm, what I mean, I'm okay with taking Zoe out there, and maybe Kim Basinger can have her day in the the I guess hell pit that we put her in when we kick these motherfuckers I mean, off. But only because I I can I don't see the purpose of having her up there twice. Yeah, I guess it's just more of the flex. So if I, if I'm being honest, I would have kicked off Gamora, but I'm willing to get off Natiri just because you made your point about her dating technically another alien. So right. we'll, we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, the next one up, it was all a dream, Rushmore. This beautiful dreamer beat out The Wizard of Oz, Inception, American Psycho, and then this is another one that I couldn't decide the fourth one. Because apparently with Total Recall, it is ambiguous as to whether it's a dream or not. Am I correct there? Um, Same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. And then Click is another one where it's like kind of up there. But I'm okay with keeping Total Recall or Nightmare on Elm Street. Click is ridiculous, but I love that movie. Yeah, I would... Um can't take off Wizard of the of no. Wizard Boss. That's like the number one. That's yeah. your number one draft pick. Inception is a hard one too because the ending obviously is that ambiguous. Uh, what is the totem spinning? Right. American Psycho. I don't think that was a dream, was it? It had to either have been a dream or like a hallucination because he does all this shit. He kills all these people, and then he at the end, nothing is there. The bodies are gone. All the stuff that he's sort of done throughout the movie is like kind of reversed not reversed but it's just not there so either he's hallucinating or it's a dream and then obviously the the ones that we listed before right um so we're going on the premise that we want to put it up there yes 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 how many episodes have we done (laughs) i think i want to take off I don't know. I, I think I want to take off American Psycho. Yeah. Okay. That's a. I mean, that's that's fine with me. I'm okay with putting Beautiful Dreamer up here, just because it is like the whole movie, and it was a uh, an early example of these type of plots showing up. Obviously, The Wizard of Oz hit it first, but right. I, I like taking American Psycho off, and then the fourth one. Uh, you know, that one could be something we go after a different time. Whether Total Recall, uh, maybe I'll just have to watch the movies. Is really the thing. Uh, all right. High school pervert Rushmore. Does Ataru beat out Jason Biggs as Jim in American Pie? Robert Carradine as Louis Skolnick in Revenge of the Nerds? Dan Monahan as Edward Pee Wee Morris in Porky's? Or Jonah Hill as Seth in Superbad? Yeah, I think he definitely deserves to be up there. I do too. And, um,. I don't think that Jason Biggs was so much as a pervert or just sort of more of a loser. I think they all were like desperately trying to lose their virginity. Like there were examples of horny stuff happening. I mean, he fucked a pie. That was the whole gist of that movie. Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> yeah, you have to be horny or some sort of por- pervert to yeah, fuck the pie. When you bang a pie, man, yeah, that that's that's really perverted yeah for sure especially i mean i don't know how you expected to like make that work because obviously people are going to be looking for the pie but you could just say you dropped it i guess if you come inside the pie but i uh edward peewee morris so he he's definitely high up there on the pervert list for sure yeah i mean i don't know i don't think you have seen porkies but Mm-mm. i wish i have you know yeah as much as i love sex scenes and movies he's definitely uh, in the same league as uh ataru yeah well he's not trying to hire like a prostitute ataru is like chasing tail at 17 like every person but dan or excuse me peewee was was trying to put his peewee 
I think we actually might have to take off Jonah Hill. I'm I'm willing to take off Robert Carradine because he's a rapist. Louis Skolnick rapes that girl. You know, sorry, trigger warning with the R word there, but he convinces that lady that he's somebody else, and that is is uh, you know sexual assault by uh, deceit. You know, she's consenting to sleeping with this other guy, and he is this person that she's pretending. Hmm. So I'm willing to take him off wow. right away. I haven't. Uh, I didn't look at it that way. Well, it's been a whole like re uh, the re look at that movie in the Me Too age. People have gone back and like apologized for it. It's this big fucking controversy, like how it even got happened or how it happened in the first place. So Skolnick for me is on the shit list because he deceived that girl. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, now that I've uh, that's come to light, I <laughs> it's hard to say <laughs> I'm to pull him down, man. I don't I don't want to be a dissenting voice here. Yeah, we're not going to. Well, yeah, Carradine. It seems like perversion runs in the Carradine family because what his dad. You know, I'm not going to talk about his dad, but look it up for yourself if you want to know more about the Carradines. So, Dad, I'm fucking done talking about this movie. We've uh, we just me too'd somebody and we're ready to fucking recast this thing. So <laughs> we're doing a live action Netflix recast. Who do you think should be our director? Well, I, I, I had a hard time with this. I did, too. But I was thinking maybe uh, for some reason I was thinking Mean Girls and that was Mark Waters. Now, I don't know what Mark's done lately, but... Mm-hmm. As long as the movie... Only because it was sort of this, you know, high school, school thing. Yeah. Even though the whole time loop stuff and reality, I mean, that's beyond yeah, beyond maybe, that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> The burn book is, is a level of philosophy that's a little bit different. But yeah. As long as Tina Fey is not writing it, because I understand that she's looked down upon uh, by people in the, uh, the Asian community for the way that she writes Asian. So Tina Fey can stay out. Mark Waters can stay for me. Oh. Tina Fey now being canceled too. She's not canceled, that's for sure. Nobody's. Yeah. I mean, maybe but that. Maybe that'll come to, one does day. Does she have to apologize? I don't know, man. It feels like everybody needs to apologize, and that's why it's part of our show. I'm yeah. sorry to everybody. Yeah. Uh, I had Olivia Wilde. I'm just putting out a blanket apology for anything that goes on here. Yeah, we're fucking <laughs> awful people. We don't. Des- we're white. Is the problem? Is we're white. All right. Uh, I had Olivia Wilde, who is book smart, and uh, obviously she had her career or has her career as a. Uh, as an actress, and I think she might be dating Harry Styles, which is pretty cool. So, hey, yeah, I'm not familiar with Booksmart. Booksmart was like, uh, I saw. I mean, I've I've seen. You know, I've, I I don't, I don't want to even say I've read about it, but mm. I I know that she's was the director on that. I almost wanted to put Greta Gerwig in here. I don't know if Lady Bird and this show have nothing to do with each other, but yeah. I just love Greta Gerwig. Well, that's the whole thing. It's some kind of weird crossover. I mean, the whole time element. And uh, that it just, yeah. But I can't see like Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, quite the departure for yeah. Mr. Nolan. That would yeah. be crazy. Who did you have uh, as your Ataru? I had um, Aiden Aiden Gallagher. What is he in? Do you know? He was in the. Um, um, uh, it's on Netflix. The something club there or not club. Um. Let's see. The Umbrella Academy. Yeah, there Umbrella we go. Academy. Yeah, no, that's a cool pick for me. I mean, I don't I don't think I've really seen too many episodes of The Umbrella Academy, but I understand it to be a pretty good show. Yeah, I watched it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah. Don't they have, like, a monkey? Like, mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. More more characters who are monkeys, please. Uh, I had Asher Angel, who I had as my Ash Ketchum, but, you know, 
Uh, the Otaro one is just so blank for me. Like, he's just sort of a perverted brunette dude, so. Well, it's funny, because when I was l- trying to find somebody, I I had seen your picture, but I didn't really, you know, key in on the name. Mm-hmm. And I ended up picking that person myself, and then I went, funny. oh, Drew already got him, and I was like, oh, okay. That would have been funny if we were just, like, surprised each other. It's like, oh, yeah, well. Because <laughs> I had actually pasted his picture up there, and then I went, oh, it's the same dude. Yeah. <laughs> same picture. <laughs> So I fucking love your Lum Invader. So who who is your who is your Lum? Ariana Grande. This might be like one of your all time picks. I don't know how you thought of this. You know, it's it's another one of those things where I looked at it and she just popped in my head because I mean I wouldn't have thought of her as an actor, you know, mm-hmm. per se. She but was in a TV she, sitcom. Yeah, I yeah. know she does. You know, she does some acting. Mm-hmm. I but thought all of a sudden it just like it's just one of those times where it just hit me. It was like Ariana Grande. Well, even just like the voice, like the demeanor of an Ariana Grande type. Yeah. Solid. Absolutely yeah. rock yeah. solid. So I mean, and she does like the hair color and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've seen her I even probably have something that looked like the horns too. Like, I think you might be right. This might be one of my most spot on picks yeah we're gonna put this on your rushmore of picks <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where we're heading uh i had uh somebody i don't really have too much familiarity with but you know how these things are graded on famous birthdays is really not to my knowing but i had meg donnelly who is in uh, apparently a long-standing abc show called american housewife you ever heard of that show i've heard of it i've never heard of it before she was also in some zombies disney movie but I was just looking at that website and I was trying to find somebody who fit. So you fucking killed me on this one. So yeah. Ariana Grande was absolutely the pick. Yeah, it's funny because I know you were you were saying, "Oh wow, I saw one of your picks," and I, and I knew exactly that yeah. this was the one you were gonna. Because I was the same thing. Like, oh yeah, you were shaking your fist. Yeah, like, I, I, got like, it. I nailed that one, <laughs> Grande. Uh, who did you have as your shooteru Mendow? I have Jack Dylan Grazer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was in that, um, I don't know if it's on Netflix or... We Are Who We Are on HBO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was also in It. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I watched that that, uh, We Are Who We Are. I'm a big Chloe Savigny guy, so I should have watched that show, but... It was a weird show. Really? Yeah. Your mother didn't really particularly like it. Yeah. She had some problems with it. If anything has Chloe Savigny, I'll give it a try. So yeah. maybe one day I'll uh, I'll give Jack Dylan with his little blonde hair uh, yeah. a look. I uh, I had actually Meg Donnelly's co-star on uh, American Housewife too, Daniel DiMaggio, who I don't know if he has any you know familiarity with the DiMaggio family, but <laughs> just this picture, like the hair, he's kind of in the right age range. Um, I just like that pick for me. Yeah, it looks solid. Who is your uh, Shinobu Miyaki? I have Peyton Elizabeth Lee. Mm-hmm. Who, what? Andy Mack is what I found for her. Something some like, TV I, show. She's also doing a re of like Doogie Howser or something like that. Really? Yeah. She Doogie? I don't know. I they mean, should I make just Doogie know she's a... part of some kind of reboot of that. They should make Doogie a, a, an Asian girl. That'd be dope. <laughs> we don't need any more white fucking blonde dudes yeah. doing podcasts or on TV shows. So that's, I guess, just talking about me. But I had a uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who I don't know if I've been able to use her in a role before, but like we're so deep in the Stranger Things thing. Like, yeah. I wish I could have just picked Finn Wolfhard for like most of these picks, but <laughs> I, I couldn't find a way to slip it in in good conscience. Yeah, that's funny because Millie Bobby Brown always comes up as a young actri- actress, and um, 
I never seem to really want to put her in anything. And she's fine here. Mm. I think she's definitely just like, okay. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about it. I kind of liked both of our picks for Sakura, but you can go first. Who is yours? Yeah, I had Anne Hathaway. Great pick. Anne would never do this, but, you know, eh, well, maybe she would. I don't know. Emmy Rossum has obviously delved a little bit into the, the risque with uh, stuff on Shameless and stuff like that. So it has the, the tone, maybe. Yeah. But Anne Hathaway is a queen. And Emmy Rossum played Bulma in Dragon Ball. So. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> I'm a Amy uh, Rossum fan. Yeah, I mean from Shameless. Oh yeah, great now. I you know the Fiona character is is all time. I don't think she one of those things like when you get a TV character so good, I'll never look at her differently. That might be her apex mountain. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Who was your Austin Mark? We just got I guess just one more of these. Yeah, I got Josh Gad. And I like this pick. I think Josh Gad is funny. Yeah, I think that would be fun. And he was uh, Olaf in Frozen, right? I think so. The snowman. Um, I think he was. He was also in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah. He was uh, part of that live action. Oh, he was um, Gaston's little friend. Yeah, Lafoy or something like. Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Did but you watch he, that? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. You've seen all these fucking movies. I have. That thing is like I stopped watching movies like three years ago, and I my my knowledge is ass. You got to remember that your mother has the TV running from Friday to Sunday, you know, tw- you know, basically all day, every day. Yeah, forever. And there's always something playing, and I catch you know bits and pieces of all these movies. Uh-huh. Whether I've actually watched them all, I don't know, but but you've seen them. You've Beauty seen and them. the Beast, actually, I did watch the live action one because it had what's her face Watson. Yes. And you love Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. I love Emma Watson, dude. I used to have her as my like phone screen background when I was like 16. I was yeah. like obsessed with her. She's still, yeah. I mean, there's something about her. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. What? English. That's the thing, dude. All these And fucking... I wasn't that big of a fan of the Harry Potter thing. And even when she, you know, but she's sort of just, she seems like she should be in more stuff. Yeah. She got kind of like. A middling role in uh, Little Women, like she didn't really have a lot to shine with there because she was relegated to the one who got married. But I'm always, I'm always Team Watson. Maybe not Deshaun Watson because that's kind of up in the air right now. But I'm Team Emma. Yeah, I, I think she's pretty fascinating. So absolutely. Yeah. And I had uh, Randall Park as my aunt and Mark, who is another you know great actor who has a, a comedic sensibility. And I think with the aunt and Mark, you'd be able. Yeah, to he's perfect. Too. You did. Uh, did you pick anyone for Mujaki? Well, you, you at like the time. Pick? I do like your pick, uh-huh. but then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, wait a minute. How about Bobby Lee? Yeah, Bobby Lee! <laughs> the blind dream master! <laughs> <laughs> you ever listen to Bobby? Because he's got those little, like, like you know, uh, dark eyes, you uh-huh. know? like you know. I, I think those know. are sunglasses. Right? I know, yeah, but, yeah. you know, but that you could see him coming in with the glasses. I am the blind dream master! I, yeah, Bobby Lee... Needs to be in more shit. Have you ever listened to his podcast? He's got a podcast with uh, yeah. What is he? Santana. Tiger Belly or something weird like that? Is that no, his... not that one. He has a different one with uh, a redheaded comedian that's really funny. Yeah, I'll have to send it to you. Or I mean, like Bobby that. Lee's just classic. hilarious. I mean, he's he's an all time favorite. Absolutely, he's a he's a staple in yeah. our home. If we talk and, about and Bobby he's Lee. just one of those dudes where you just don't. I don't know. He seems like he's sort of gotten lost in. Uh, I mean, doesn't not that he has any specials. I don't know. Is he? 
getting too old or something. I, I don't. The, the thing with Bobby Lee is like he's like everybody's favorite comedian who is a comedian. Like he has like this following among people in the industry who think he's a genius. Yeah. But he doesn't. He just does stand up like at local fucking shows. Like he just doesn't yeah. do it. I don't know why. Yeah. But he's probably making a bunch of money. Because I keep podcast. feeling like he's just falling off the planet. But he's still out there. I see him come in. You know the Bert. I was actually thinking about Bert Kreischer too, or Krishner, or yeah. whatever his name is. It has to be a comedian. Yeah. We'll, we'll get somebody in there yeah. for Mujaku. Uh, Dad, last call for alcohol. I'm fucking. You know, I don't even think we really got too deep into this bottle, but the bartender is. Gus is looking us looking at us to get the fuck out. But do you have any uh, questions you want to ask before we leave? Well, I did have to question when they're, um, you know, they find themselves to be the only ones in the whole world, I guess, at that point. Mm-hmm. And they're opening up like shops. <laughs> yeah, they all kind of like faction off and like yeah, make their own she thing. She had some kind of thing. And it's just like, yeah, they're all of about, you know, eight people that can come and buy, you know, what they're not going to buy anything. It's yeah. just like. So you have a whole beef bowl business for these six other people yeah, you live exactly. with in the world. <laughs> I just thought that was sort of funny because they opened up two different shops, right? One was. Yeah, like the a- Hama Tea Shop opened back up after yeah. Sakura got her own yeah. thing. So. I guess there's competition, so there is yeah. money to be made. Yeah. And they seem to be taking on debt, at least from the grocery store, so. Well, the whole thing of it is, is it just constantly stuck. I mean, I don't even know why they're, you know, why are they putting in, you know, adding up the, the cost of all the things? They're not paying anybody. Yeah. Maybe it's just for, like, good conscience. Like, <laughs> we owe this much. using the cash register. Like, he's like, yeah, that comes to $115.67. <laughs> and then he won't let, what, Chibi steal a chocolate bar? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'm going to be flayed alive yeah. for stealing a piece of chocolate. You're the only people left in the world, man. Just, yeah. like, let the dude have chocolate. Yeah, or just put it on the bill. Like, yeah. who, <laughs> what is this? Nobody cares about health at this point. No, dude, you guys are in a hellscape. Who it, fucking cares? Actually, it's supposedly, you know, supposed to be this, you know, it's honor system type of thing. no it's not an honor system i'm just saying they're i mean obviously i don't think it's a great thing to be in a world i mean at least they have all each other yeah yeah but i mean they and have, also if they the don't store, have to work they could just hang out they're just hanging out at the freaking beach or whatever and you know and the store replenishes itself yeah it doesn't even matter <laughs> so, they have yeah. endless amount of food don't have to worry about anything that would be that would be the dream dude like i said it was the ultimate summer vibe like f- 30 minutes of this movie you yeah. could play that forever for me because that's how I want to be. Doesn't look like it ever rained. No, dude. Yeah. It was the best. They just swam around the lake of their high school. It was such a good time. Yeah. Did you have a, a musky maxim? Anything to fucking go off? Uh, you is know, it kicking us out the door? I wish I did because I know you had brought it up and then I totally forgot about it. That's um, okay. Do you got a you got a, a, a musky maxim that you can pull out of your ass? Uh hmm. No, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Unless I'm going to sit here for the next five minutes and think about it. Like, I really don't love the one Musk that you're with. He's just pissed off. He doesn't want to. He's, he actually doesn't want to give us any wisdom. Yeah. He wants to kick our ass out of here. Yeah. This is he's like sick of us. Musky's insults as he kicks us out the door. That's really <laughs> we what keep bringing our own wine in. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it under the table. <laughs> we're recording shit. Yeah. Like, we're a fucking mess, dude. We're the worst customers. We're the dude in the, yeah, in the corners that. You know, keep recording and mm-hmm. harassing people. Talk yeah. about Nazi bars or Nazi cafes. <laughs> so, Dad, we're uh, we're we're smack dab right in the middle of Notes and Arata. I'm on the street, fucking waiting for my Uber. Was there, uh, I guess, anything that you wanted to bring up? Anything you want to apologize for before we go? Uh, I don't. No, I do have a, a couple things I wanted to bring up. Uh, Stephen Yoon got an Oscar nomination. 
Did he? Yeah, he got uh, nominated for, uh, I believe it's called Marai. I, I think it's like M-A-R-I. I, it's, a, it's about him as a farmer. Uh, but he got his nom. Everybody on the internet was was That's so happy awesome. for Steven. So. I mean, I've, I, I've sort of just briefly looked at the Oscar. This year seems messed up. I mean, and I don't know if it's because of the COVID thing. Absolutely. Because there's some COVID weird thing. movies that I've seen that I'm like, really? Yeah. Those are Oscar nominations. I mean, it's a it's a weird year. I mean, that's all the way really to put it. Like, I don't have the list in front of me, but I I could probably throw some fucking holes into it for yeah. sure. Very uh, strange. Yeah, but Steve, I mean, he should have been nominated for Burning. So this is this is him getting his comeuppance, dude. Yeah. But well, this is probably his big breakthrough now. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we see him in everything, dude. Yeah, Steven Yoon for James Bond in my mind. <laughs> wow yeah. that would be different <laughs> i would love that he should i mean that's the he's still gotta pipe those girls dude <laughs> uh i also watched uh raya and the last dragon which was a, a kelly marie tran uh movie pretty pretty good i we watched it kendra and i watched it had a big bowl of ice cream solid movie it had a little ex, had a little bit of an exposition problem but like most high concept type of like quote-unquote fantasy sci-fi stuff has that problem anyways yeah solid movie check it out the last dragon yeah i mean does it have a dragon in it or is it just yeah the 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 title is not lying it is it is a princess raya of this uh tribe looking for the last dragon to try to save the rest of the world it's a it's a pretty cool movie it has aquafina as the dragon um daniel day kim is in it it's really like one of those things where like I was watching the movie and in my mind I was like who could play these roles and then I look at it and it's all the people I would have thought like Sandra O, oh, uh, fucking Daniel Day Kim like it had the the absolute best uh, of the best for the the Asian actors. Um, well, in now that you've roles. put your stamp of approval on it, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to watch it. Like I said, exposition that's probably problem. one I would have just you know passed on by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I of don't know. Of course, if- I'm one of the classic guys that I can't. I'll sit there and and just keep you know clicking to the next movie and you can never make a choice and your mother gets pissed and then she i just hand the remote to her yeah it's we had to watch it on a, a different site because we didn't have access to it on disney plus it's like at the premiere access point but sometime in the future oh, it's on disney plus it is on disney plus but it's not available unless you pay 30 dollars for it so we found it some other way because i don't want to and i guess fuck disney i guess bare bare minimum <laughs> but uh I guess my last point is is definitely going to end on a not really. I mean, I guess sort of a, a sober note, but it is a serious note. Um, you know, I think I speak for both my my dad and myself, and you know, my dad can chime in if he if he wants to. But uh, as two people who have had the pleasure of having like Asian friends and engaging in different cultures and just appreciating other people for who they are, we absolutely stand in solidarity with the families and the eight people who were who were murdered in Atlanta uh, as a result of a hate crime and. You know, this is just a reminder that we're we're all brothers and sisters, you know, no matter what your creed or color is. And racism is the absolute cancer of our country. Uh, it influences every a- facet of our lives. So we should do everything in our power to eliminate that from not only ourselves, but the people around us. So be Agreed. kind to one another. Yep, yeah, totally agree. I just had to say it. There's a lot of like Asian hate going on right now. And this podcast engages in Asian art. And we got to show some love to the different people that we uh, that we, we love to I guess engage with so absolutely. So, Dad, what is your uh, Jackson Maine through the window? Hey, what's your wine rating? 
Ah, uh, this was pretty good. Um, it had like a syrupy kind of. Like, yeah, it, tasted it like did. Maple syrup. That, that's true, and um, that's why I won't go. Usually, I'm very. Uh, I like the the bourbon barrel aged uh, cabernets, and uh, not that I didn't like this one, but it did have this weird syrupy yeah aspect to it. Uh, I'm just gonna give it four out of five. Uh, time loops. Time loops. I will give it three and a half uh, tiger stripe bikinis out of four. <laughs> so actually out of five. So it wasn't the best, but I did enjoy it as a uh, bourbon barrel variant. Apparently that's the only uh, bikini that Lum has, right? I guess so. And what a She's look, just famous for the... Uh, yeah. What a what a just the thing to wear that all the time. But I guess she puts her little schoolgirl outfit on. Yeah. I guess you have to. But, right. You know, when we get to the fucking the Yurisai Yatsura 3, we'll talk about her fucking bikini. <laughs> uh, but just like always, we have absolutely no idea what we're doing. And hopefully on the other end, we come out with something okay. But we're just going to have to see you guys next week. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Don't drink a drive. <laughs>